back. Hour number four. We're not done. Not done. We got some breaking news regarding contracts and such. Players and such. This portion of the program, this hour brought to you by uh, our friends at the Four Seasons Island Resort. If you're looking for a new destination, if you're trying to find a place for a corporate meeting, a conference, place to go and hang, get away, Four Seasons Island Resort, they have over 10,000 square feet of banquet space, lodging, catering, activities. Call our girl Barb, B-A-R-B, Barb, 715-938-5110, 715-938-5110. Let me give it to you again, 715-938-5110. They have the Muscano Island Chocolate Festival coming up February 28th. Chocolate vendors, drinks, chocolate ice cream, chocolate desserts. If you like chocolate, that's the place to be. Um, Then uh, they have partnered again with Pine Mountain Resort. So if you're looking for a destination in the UP and you want to go up there for a meeting, uh, they have a terrific golf course up there, by the way. They do have ski packages still available at Pine Mountain Ski and Golf Resort. Uh, They have uh, condos, indoor pool, hot tub, sauna, ski school right there on site. So a lot of different stuff. You can book online at PineMountainResort.com. But call our girl Barb, either place, 715-938-5810, or 5110, excuse me, 715-938-5110, 715-938-5110. Get a hold of our girl Barb. There you go. Good stuff. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. I get to the phone calls coming up here in just a second. But Roquan Smith, the linebacker for the Ravens, signs a $100 million contract. He gets an extension done. And, uh, Ben, another quarterback coming to Wisconsin. Man, they went from having nobody to what, they got four now? Yeah. Four, and then they also got more commitments in the future. It's uh, it's huge. I mean, they've they've rebuilt a room that was in shambles when Fickle and Phil Longo, who is the big key here, the offensive coordinator, right when they took over. Uh, so now they have a, a proven guy in Tanner Mordecai who will start this season. Mm-hmm. They have two former four stars that are redshirt freshmen that are more projects that are younger. And the kid they right. got today, Braden Locke and Nick Evers. And then uh, more recruits coming in, and then obviously the ones that are already there. So it's exciting. Here's my question. Uh, and, and, oh, boy, it's terrible. I should I should remember his name. It's off the top of my head. I'm kind of like uh, starting to you know lose my escapability here. Graham Mertz. When it comes, Graham. No, not Graham Mertz. Thank you very much. <laughs> not, uh, Miles Burkett. Miles Burkett. I'm thinking in my head. Miles Burkett, the freshman, uh, came out of Franklin. Where does he stand in all of this? That's a good question. I, I mean, we'll we'll learn so much during spring ball. So much has happened in the last yeah. three weeks that we uh, just – we have no idea what it's going to look like. Um, it's hard to project. I think it is easy to project for the, just this season, though. Tanner Mordecai, right. the kid they brought in, I mean, he's one of, he's one of the more productive quarterbacks in the country right. the last two years. So that seems like an easy shoe-in. And Burkett's the same age as Evers and as the kid they got today, too. So I have no clue. I think he fits in with them. He's at the same point in the career as they are. And then we'll see as spring ball goes on and as the years go on, kind of how that all shakes out. So uh, just an FYI, uh, during the break, uh, Callie sends me a note and says, and Callie is a friend of a friend of a friend, basically. Uh, they hang in a group of people that I know that all live out now, uh, in, or not in California, but in Arizona. And they, he's listening to the show. Callie says, 
Why is Ben not coming? Please explain. We had the extra room. So we've got rooms. We've, we've, we've rented a house, a three-floor, uh, three four-bedroom house, and we're, we're, they want to know why you're not coming. It, now, correct me if I'm wrong. Without getting and boring everybody, we're going to give you a glimpse behind the scenes because Ben produces this program every day, does a damn fine job doing it. But you also work with in the morning with Nelson, uh, better known as Rowdy, and uh, you also work with Ebo in the morning. And Ebo will be gone that week. Correct me if I'm wrong. Correct. Yes, he's on vacation that week. I also have my my show at night on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Oh, so well, that, see, you could do it from Radio Row, though. I could, but we're live could, at Monks. I, I don't know right. what our agreement well, with you them could still send, like. You could send Zach over there and be live and say, you know, Zach then kicks it out to... Cool! You know, you're at Monks. Zach's sitting there by himself. We know Zach's handling, because when you're not there, <laughs> Zach is getting all, all the women who are throwing big, giant panties at him and everything, and Zach's sitting there schooling, and then you're sitting at the table out in Arizona with uh, all the leftover stuff. You got college uh, athletes walking around. You got prospects. Lee Steinberg's there. He's giving you all the latest on the guys that he's repping. You, you could be talking all kinds of collegiate stuff. It's just a thought, but I, I know that Ebo's uh, not going to be around, so that kind of throws a monkey wrench in the whole deal. Yeah, they'd kill me. I, I mean, it would be a great week. It might be my last week also, though. You know? Yeah, Ebo's been apparently training to run a marathon with his cat, so he's got that going on that week. Yeah. <laughs> now, so, sources okay. tell me he, d- he does no cardio. He, he neglects his, uh, his heart's well-being. That's what sources yeah. say. Sources well, say it's all about bulking, which some are wondering you, whether that's good. If you lift... And you do work hard, you do create cardio through lifting, but you also are supposed, once you lift, you're supposed to do cardio at least 10 minutes of it after you lift, because then that perpetuates your heart rate all the way through the rest of the day. I don't know if he knew that. You're not supposed to do cardio ahead of lifting. You're supposed to do it after you lift. Uh, That's all foreign to me, clearly. Yeah, even on leg day. So, but there's always a... Uh, bulking up. Now, I will say this. He does some stuff that I can no longer do. I was watching him do some deadlifts the other day, and I'm like, oh, boy, I used to be able to do that. No problem. You know, and uh, couldn't do it now if I had, if I tried. Not to mention the fact that if I tried to do a deadlift, my lower back would probably snap, but I'd probably poop myself along the way. That wouldn't be a good thing right there in the gym. So I can't do that anymore. Cool. So, but. <laughs> cool. <laughs> nobody needs that uh anyway and uh, I, but I, I mean go ahead let's be honest here the the real reason i'm not going is because on thursday and there's a pro-am on wednesday probably from wednesday on i i'm completely out of touch i will not be reached i will i would in theory be at the uh, waste management right boots on yeah, the ground you would be no Reporting, use to, once we got on wednesday night we, you'd be no use to us yeah, they would find me in one of the bunkers, like that guy outside a, American Family Field. Right. Yeah, you'd be throwing beer cans onto the green and and into the fairway, and yeah, you'd be no use to us at all. So I I completely understand that. Next year, though, next year the Super Bowl is in Vegas. Vegas, baby. We're gonna be in Vegas, and then in two years it is in New Orleans, and New Orleans is a unique destination. Because you can go to New Orleans and think of Bourbon Street, a little bit of fun, some Mardi Gras-type atmosphere, getting ready for the Super Bowl. You know, there's a lot to lot going on down there. 
But there is a side of New Orleans, man, as dark and voodoo and spirits and yeah, it's it 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 it's a spooky place. You come back with like curses on you and stuff, so you gotta be careful in New Orleans. Bill, Although you're I will say this, they got some great food down there. Oh, it's great. Yeah, but you're gonna go down there, come back talking like Brian Kelly. <laughs> no, I don't think I hope Brian Kelly's around. I really do. Of course he is. I, I hope he's around, you know. Um God, what a what a turd. He's a hell of a coach too. And it, it, that just sucks. That a guy that's that big of a turd is is that good at what he does. But you got to give him props. But he's just a turd. He is. By the way, the Packers drafting 15th this year. For those that are already looking ahead, the Packers will be drafting 15th. So not way down the board, so to speak. Middle of the pack when it comes to, pardon the pun, when it comes to uh, basically middle of the pack when it comes to the NFL draft. Packers are going to be drafting 15th. So the uh, the Badgers continue to acquire quarterbacks. Roquan Smith has got $100 bucks. So there you have it. 877-867-1670. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to Sue listening to us in Appleton. Sue, how are you doing today? What's going on? Hey, Bill. How are you? First-time caller. Love your show. Thank you. Appreciate it. What's up? You killed it yesterday. Did I? Okay. Hey, a couple things. Um you know, you were talking about, did we overestimate our talent? Um, you know, that game Sunday, perfectly healthy, right? We mm-hmm. were perfectly healthy, and that was our product. Yep. And so I guess, I, I didn't think we did, but I guess maybe in hindsight we did overestimate our talent. Um, you know, as far as Rodgers goes, I don't know what to say. I love the guy. He's been great for us, but I agree with you so much that if he comes back, he's got to be all in, and he's got to get his butt in Green Bay, right? In the preseason, one hundred percent. Yeah. So let me ask you something else that I I don't really clearly I don't I don't pretend to uh, know about defenses, you know, too high safety, uh-huh. all that stuff. Right. But I I heard that term a lot this year, and Aaron saying that they played too high safety, and and it seems mm-hmm. we really struggled when they did that. Hmm. And I'm just wondering, how, why didn't we make adjustments for that all year? I don't want to understand. <laughs> That's a great question. It was whether or not guys were getting open, if they could get open in certain routes, if the pass rush was in his face. Um, I mean, it, when you, you you know, the one thing was uh, when he threw the pick, it was a single high, and that was the thing that was kind of disconcerting. Was the was the I believe it was single high was the fact that normally single high coverage. I mean, he's he's on a laser. I mean, that throw to Aaron Jones was a lofted, wounded duck that just floated way too long and allowed the safety. Either that or he just didn't see the safety, and he just misread the defense, one of the two. But I, I have no idea why it took so long to get that. But you're right. When he kept talking about that all throughout the season, you know, you go too high safety and too high safety back, you should be able to run the ball more. You know, that's the thing is it's, you know, if they're bringing safeties and corners to the line of scrimmage, you can sometimes get over the top, specifically with a guy like Christian Watson. But if you've got too high safety, single coverage on the outside, why are you not running the ball? You know, now if they're doing linebacker, if they're bringing linebackers into the box and they're they're bringing, you know, bringing six, that makes it a little difficult. But, you know, that's where you go to crossing patterns with a tight end or a slot receiver or or both. And it just, it, there was none of that. 
You know, Cobb was used sporadically at times to go across the middle. So was Lazard. But you didn't see Tanya spreading the uh, spreading the defense, keeping the defense back on their toes at all. You, you none of that. It just it you sh- they didn't. It seemed like the play calling was all over the place. It, it 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 at times they would come in and they would just look like world beaters in the first 15, 16 plays. And after that, it was like they just lost themselves. They just couldn't figure it out. You know, I agree with you, Sue. Thank you so much for the phone call, and thanks for listening. And no, don't be a stranger. But I, there was so many things in the play calling this year when we can say, why didn't they fix that? Why didn't they adjust? Why didn't they run this or that? And not, a lot of the times... I can sit here and say, you know, wow, it's, you know, like the old, you know, I used to get calls all the time. Well, the Packers used to run the screen better than anybody. And they did. Times have changed. It's not as easy unless you have defensive ends and such just crashing down. And you, it's tough to run a screen. If guys stay home, you just, you, you're not going to be able to do that. So anyway, this year, you know, it was like the other night was, what was the endless use of the end around? Why were they going to wide receivers running the football wide? Why was that being used so much? You know? It, it just, especially on the fourth down play to Alan Lazard, Chill Alaska, what the hell was that? That's your fourth down play? When your offensive line's getting beat up anyway? You know? And that was the other disconcerting thing was they were they were losing in the trenches. So even if Rodgers did have downfield capability, he didn't have time to throw the football at times. This offensive line settled down the mid-portion of the season and looked pretty good, and then Bakhtiari went down. They were mixing it up again, and, you know, obviously things uh, ended up the way they did. But, you know, they need some. They need another again. Now, we don't know what Sean Ryan's going to add to the uh, add to the mix, but he's got to come back from his PED suspension. And... You you got you know because you had some uh, guys that went down with injury this year. So to, so to say they were one hundred percent healthy, not necessarily true because Jake Hansen was was beat up. Remember he went to the IR, so Hansen was down. And you know you're looking at guys. Uh, obviously Zach Tom has been good. Sean Ryan's going to have to prove himself. Elton Jenkins signed the contract. Bakhtiari you got to figure out. Josh Myers is your center, no doubt. Uh, Royce Newman got his ass handed to him this year. Yash on the outside, oof, didn't look good. Now there's Rasheed Walker. There's Caleb Jones. I like Caleb Jones is, you know, there's a bunch of little Sherpas right now with goats and such, and they're on the backside of Caleb Jones, and they're trying to climb him. That's how big that dude is. I would love to see Caleb Jones continue to develop because I think he played pretty well in the preseason, and I hope hopefully he's learned and he's able to come back next year and be strong because I'd love to see that dude turn into a right tackle. Oh, holy crap. He'd be solid as hell. But, yeah, they uh, the offensive line needs some work on it as well. But I, to answer your question, there's never been a real explanation. I'd love to sit down with Matt LaFleur and just say, what the hell? Explain to me philosophically why things were the way they were. Not that I'm ever going to get that answer, but it just it it just never looked right. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. By the way, we all know uh, there's a misnomer out there because we all know that DeMar Hamlin was released from the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. He is hospitalized, but in Buffalo, at Buffalo General Medical Center and at the uh, Gates Vascular Institute. Uh, he's going through a series of tests and evaluations today, 
but he is still there. He's in great spirits. We know he's, we know he's, uh, he's, he's, you know, tweeted and such. And uh, I would love nothing more than to see him get out and be able to walk on the field, say Sunday, and be able to wave to the fans or be there in the stands and be shown on the big screen in attendance to watch his guys. I, I would love that. I don't know if it'll happen. Maybe it's wishful thinking, but I would love to see that. If that could, that would be an emotional uplift. Uh, to be able to see that happen, hopefully on Sunday, if indeed it could actually happen. All right, let's do this. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We're going to come back. we got a lot more to get to. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends down there at Steny. Second to National Walkers Point. Got some games on board downtown Milwaukee. Oh, they run shuttles. Admirals games, Bucks games, Marquette games, UW Panther games. They got them all. They run, and plus concerts and such downtown. Stop down to I just got a, uh, an email the other day that said, hey, where are some places to go? I said, always go to Calderon Club or go to Stenny's, depending on if you want really good Italian food or if you're looking to go to a bar with a great atmosphere that runs shuttles to the games. Don't worry about parking. Just go over and back with Stenny's. That's the place to go. Stenny's, second to National Walkers Point, and coming soon to Lake Country. I can't wait for the one in Lake Country. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Looking for a great night out? Ah, Potawatomi Hotel Casino. They have good stuff. Whether you're looking for a stay and play, they have different restaurants uh, inside Potawatomi, not to mention some really good uh, music, DJs, events coming up, and bingo is back. Or if you just want to go over there and hang out, sit in a 360 bar, just enjoy yourself, meet a few friends. Really cool place, a lot of action, a lot of, a lot of vibrantness to it. That's our friends at Potawatomi Hotel Casino. For all the information, go to PaysBig.com. That is PaysBig.com. PaysBig.com. Back to the phones. Let's go to Brian listening to us in Sheboygan. Brian, how are you doing today, man? Doing well. How are you, Big I am doing great, Brian. You know, we got to get it back on WHBL up there. We got we to do that. We got to get it back on HBL in Sheboygan. That was a great place to be. Yep, yep, yep. I, we'd love to have you. All right. Uh, maybe you address this. I don't know. I, I've been in and out of the car, but the lack of discipline, uh, weren't these fellas talked to before the game? I mean, I mean, shoving a trainer, this type of thing, or a medical person uh, walking into the line and, and pushing the ball. Weren't these things addressed earlier? I mean, here's where I, I really got to go and say, what the hell did the coaches do? The discipline aspect with Quay Walker, it's happened now twice. So, one, he yep. should know better. But, two, uh, you know, the, when you talk about discipline, whether it's something like that or when you talk about the defense where guys were kind of going rogue, that's on coaching. Whether it's Joe Barry for his defense or Matt LaFleur for the overall head coach being, that's coaching. You know, we talk about teams that are very undisciplined, that have a lot of penalties, that do a lot of stupid things, false starts, even even the little thing. That's coaching. You have to have a detail-oriented coach and a very disciplinary-minded coach to say, this crap is unacceptable. I'm not going to stand for it. 
And maybe that's what Rodgers was alluding to earlier this year when he said, hey, there's some guys in this team that maybe if they keep committing the same problems and the same issues, we need to go with other guys. And maybe that's what Rodgers was trying to point out was this is an undisciplined team that just kind of does their own thing and LaFleur doesn't have a handle on it. And I thought that was somewhat of a backhanded indictment of Matt LaFleur, to be honest with you. Well, I, I agree on that. You know, and, you know, they should, and maybe they need reminding right before this is the biggest game of the year, you know, albeit, you know, and, right. and nice when you get in there, keep your head on, you know, otherwise, otherwise I'd tell them, otherwise you're going to be on the unemployment line, no matter how good you are. I mean, you're costing us and that, that's not what we pay you for. Right. You can't make money if you're sitting on the bench. You know, nobody's going to get that long contract when you're a disciplinary problem and you're sitting there and they say, you know, we can't deal with you anymore, you know? 877, yeah, appreciate it, pal. 877-867-1670, hit us up. Thanks for listening to Sheboygan, too. Like I said, man, if you're up there, call our friends at HBL. Call WHBL. That's a great radio station. We'd love to be on that station again. We were on there at one point, and then they went all politics. Politics sucks. It just does. At least we all have a common anger. <laughs> That's not being in the postseason rather than politics, which divides us, you know. Uh, let's go. Marshfield being heard from. Let's go to John listening to us in Marshfield. How you doing, John? John. Hello. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I don't know what John's doing. We were so happy to have somebody listening to us in WOSQ up there, the ESPN affiliate. We've got to get Wisconsin Rapids back on, too. That's another one. Got to do that again. We'll get there. We got to grow. Got to grow. 877-867-1670. Let's go to Florida. Right? Not just saying all of us just pack up and go to Florida, but let's Pete is listening to us in Florida. Pete, how you doing today, man? What's up? I'm pretty good. How are you, Bill? And I'm, I'm doing really good, man. What you show. thinking? Uh, I want to kind of echo what Sue earlier said about how you nailed it yesterday. I really, man, I was going, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then now I hear about how uh, LaFleur is not going to make any real coaching changes. And I'm just going, what? Everything you said, I, who thinks they're going to do anything like you said, I, which they need to do, but I don't believe that's going to happen. Right. He's going to go there and talk to Aaron and say, Aaron, what do you want to do? You know, uh, anyway, that's just my thought. And I thank you again for your show. I love it. Listen to it a lot. And you have a great day. All right, buddy. Appreciate it, man. 877-867-1670. You want to find us, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Again, 877-867-1670. Interesting stuff. People listening all over. All over. The United States, for that matter. Um, I don't know what happened. We used to have a guy named Graham McDowell. He used to listen to us all the time. He was over in Scotland. Listen to the program. And I haven't heard from him in a few weeks. So I don't know what happened to Graham. Hopefully he's doing okay. If anybody's in Scotland listening to the program, let me know Graham's doing well. Not that Graham is not a wait an the uncommon the Graham McDowell. No, 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 not Graham McDowell, not the Graham McDowell. Oh, no. I was gonna say it's been a tough couple of months for that Graham. Well, McDowell. you know what? I you know what? I don't know. It could have been, but he. I don't think it was. 
but his name was Graham McDowell. He used to email me all the time. And uh, I don't know if he's, uh, you know, got something going on or what, but no, I don't think it was the golfer Graham McDowell, no. Ugh. But he had a, uh, he would send me pictures. They have, over in Scotland, they have a, a Packerbacker bar over there. As a matter of fact, it used to be, I don't know if it still is, is southendzone.com still, I, I should probably look at it, but is southendzone.com still running? Uh, No. No? Uh, yes, well, it yeah. yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was southendzone.com, used to be, and I don't know if it still is, I'd have to go look at it uh, fully, but it used to be a place that you could go and look for uh, Packer bars. And it was, you know, um, and I, I don't see that now on this southendzone.com, but it used to be a place you could go and see Packer bars all over the world. And I don't even know what the website is anymore that lists that. But it used to but but they had a whole grouping of I think three or four big Packer bars in Scotland. And it was cool because he would go to the different bars and send us pictures of all the Packer backers uh that morning getting together and uh and, and cheering on the Packers. It was really neat. And it was kind of a good affiliation. So but I haven't heard from him in a while. Uh PackersEverywhere.com became the thing. Packers, which, oh, okay, that's the Packers site. You know that, right? PacFan says, uh, Scott from uh, South End Zone stopped doing that when Packers Everywhere became a thing. Ah, uh, okay. When the Packers took it over, basically. Because that's a Packers-run site. Packers Everywhere. At least that worked. At least Packers Everywhere works. Because some of the marketing things, the pack, because the Packers take it, they're trying to own everything. And I get it. It's their product. But Packers, SouthEndZone.com was run by the fans. You know, Packers everywhere is run by the Packers. You know, and you, you know, I, I don't know what the cri criteria is to get on there, but, you know, I would assume if, you know, South End Zone was everybody. You know, hey, we're at Johnny's Bar and Grill. We're going to be here this weekend. Come on out. I don't think you can do that at Packers Everywhere. Not that I go to Packers Everywhere, but I don't know. It's kind of like when they forced the marketing version of the G-Force down our throats. That was terrible. G-Force was terrible. Uh, and they tried to put a song to it like everybody was going to learn it, you know. you know, Everybody knows the Bears still suck far more than they ever knew the G-Force song. It's got to be organic. It's like a cheese head. It's got to be organic. You know, it just got to pop up one day and you go, oh, that's cool. And everybody jumps on. And that's how it grows. So there you have it. 877 867 1670. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at the Sunset Grill at the Sunset Grill in Pewaukee. Stop on in, tell them hi. Good stuff. Uh, you can sit out there and, well, now you can't uh, watch any of the guys in the fishing shanties because it's been so warm. But. Still go out at night, catch yourself some happy hour, watch the sunset on Pewaukee Lake. Good way to go. Good food out there, too. If you're doing the rounds, you go to Curly's, you go to Sunset Grill, you just keep going back and forth. They're right near each other. Uh, that's a hell of a pub crawl right there. Yeah! Out on Pewaukee Lake. Stop in and tell them we said hi. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. You got to hit it, bang it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Hit it, bang it, rock it, put it in the 
good to have you, our good buddy uh, Scott Ellis. Oh, yeah. Getting it done. This time of year, you're looking for a couple of things. If you're a homeowner, you're looking, one, maybe you're thinking about selling. Two, maybe you're thinking about buying. Or three, you're thinking about getting some of that cash back to pay off the debts that you just uh, kind of incurred over the last six months, something like that, going into Christmas, inflation, whatever. And I know the interest rates have gone up. Okay? I understand that. But he says, hey, you can you can go ahead and refi now, or you can get your home equity loan now, and then refi again in a year when the rates go, go back down. They're expected to go back down by then, you would assume. Uh, but he said, uh, whatever you want to do, use the equity in your home, or if you're looking to buy, uh, do what I did. I mean, with Homeside Financial, I, I use Scott for my mortgage. He did an outstanding job. Always available, always answered a question, gave me the best advice. Uh, so, it, you know, whether the interest rate was low or high, it doesn't matter. You can always refi your loan later on when you want to as well. But he was always there and walked me through the process. And it was like I didn't really have to do anything. He just sent me everything, said, here you go, uh, sign up, sign a paper. And, and it worked out great. And basically took at the time, I think it was almost $1,200 a month off of my mortgage. He's fantastic. 414-791-7771. Make your money work for you in 2023. 414-791-7771. 414-791-7771. That's our buddy uh, Scott Ellis. Uh, and uh, go ahead and give him a shout. 414-791-7771. Or just go scottellisteam.com. Scottellisteam.com. And you're good there. Um, Marcus says, Hey, Bill, do you notice a drop in listeners after the Packers are done for the season, a slight period of depression for some fans or are they diehards or, and they're in it for the long haul. Love the show. Marcus, that's a great question. Uh, and we're going to hear from Matt LaFleur coming up here momentarily, by the way. So I just want to make you aware of it. Um, the, uh, the, to answer your question. Yeah. Uh, first of all, Packers reign supreme in the state of Wisconsin and Packers Nation. It just does. And the NFL is a 24-7, 365 business. That we know as well. During the summer months, um, you get into July a little bit uh, before training camp. There's kind of a dead period, but a lot of people travel. They are not, they don't have the same listening habits, albeit things have changed in, in radio, in terrestrial radio, because a lot of people consume there are shows now in different ways, such as you that are watching or listening over on the Bud Light live stream and on YouTube, on Twitch TV, on Facebook, um, over on Twitter. There's plenty of ways to consume the program. There's an app, which is the best way to get the, the show each and every day is to download the app, which out of our flagship station out in Madison is The Zone, W-O-Z-N, The Zone, Madison. You can download that on your phone and put it on your phone. It's right there. You can you know participate in the show that way. Uh, and it plugs in or Bluetooth through your car, so it doesn't matter. I, I I listen to it when we're even when we're traveling. Like when we go to Super Bowl, I'll still listen to everything going on in the state of Wisconsin with the apps on my phone that Bluetooth into the car that I'm renting. You see, so there's plenty of ways to consume the program. But to answer your question, a long-winded roundabout way is yeah, we see a bit of a drop off once football season gets going again. You know, it 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 becomes full force, but there is nothing. Um. There was nothing like the the Packers, uh, you know, from October through uh, January and even into January and, and hopefully February back again soon. Um, and it just continues to crescendo. Um, like uh, our show on 
uh, Sunday night after the game. The the reach, oh, the reach, the reach alone, if you go to the Facebook page, was 70,806. Just the reach. The viewership was, I think, in the, like the twenty or 30,000 range. But that's the combination of everything and the reconstitution of everything. So, and I haven't really sat down and looked at those numbers, but you just look over the last the last twenty eight days, just off of our insights from Facebook, just just Facebook, okay. Um, the people reached just the last twenty eight days uh, is eighty six million two hundred eighty six thousand. The people that have actually engaged with us, two point six million people. And we've grown by almost 700, you know, likes and our follows have grown by, I think, like a thousand. It's it's just, it's crazy when the Packers get close to the postseason, what happens? It, it's just bananas. So, uh, and it'll slow down. Absolutely. It just does. We'll, we'll be out at Super Bowl and a lot of people will be intrigued by what it is we, you know, we do. And, but, uh, but yeah, it'll slow down a little bit. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Let's go to Xavier listening to us in Madison. Xavier, how are you doing today, man? What's up? Hey, good. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. What's going on? Yeah, go ahead. Um, the best thing about me, first time caller, first time listener. All right. Glad to have you. you. Yep. And you got a pretty good show. Good admit. Thank you. But I can look at from the Outside in, you guys look at from the inside out. So I'm a Cowboys fan. Let me put that out there. I don't like the pack. Let me put that out there, but that's not even the reason I'm calling. The reason, and just so you can put that with your answer, the reason I'm calling is because last year I even told them that that Aaron was going to go back, he was just trying to get a bigger contract. And he went back. This year, he didn't switch out shirts like he usually does. Do you think that he's going to go, not going to go back? And that, Or was that just a ploy to make more money? Because well, if he just goes back to work and doesn't even throw a ball, he makes $49 million. Mm-hmm. Somebody right. in northern Wisconsin just won a $15 million lottery, and that is, like, freaking ecstatic. He, yeah. just for showing up, he makes more, more than three times the amount of that dude's lottery. Right. No, I agree with you. I appreciate the phone call. Uh, for He did not give a – you're right. Somebody had asked him for his jersey, a jersey trade, and he did not do it. Now, I, here's the thing, because a lot of people made a big deal about that. And I don't, there's two things. I don't know, one, if he does that. If he has done that on the regular to where he has traded jerseys with players that have asked for it. I always remember Aaron Rodgers going to the locker room with a jersey on. So I don't remember Aaron Rodgers ever leaving the field without a jersey. So I I don't know. And then the second thing is, did he hang on to it because it's his last, you know, last dance, so to speak, at Lambeau Field? or because he wants to donate it to a different charity, or I have no idea. I have no idea. So, I mean, I know that 
you know, he uh, uh, he addressed it, I guess, after the game, according to Pac Fan, and I didn't get a chance to listen to his whole presser. I did listen did listen to the majority of it, but um, and I didn't. Ben, did you hear why he didn't trade jerseys? No, I didn't think it was that big a deal, but I'll I'll find. I, the, I didn't think so either. If you can find the actual comment, that'd be great. But uh, I don't ever remember Rogers leaving the field without a jersey on. I don't think it's something he does. To be honest with you, eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Also, my bad. Uh, I didn't realize he was a Cowboys fan. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. We'll take them all. He'll convert one day. <laughs> My man sounded like he was in a blast zone. Yeah, I know. He was uh, He was getting ready to fire some things up. Yeah. Yep. Um, 877-867-1670. Apparently he said he was going to send him one, but he was going to hang on to that one. Um... This is from Thomas. Thomas says, uh, hey, unit, uh, would love to see more subscribers over on YouTube. How come you I, – I, you know what? Here's here's getting into all of this with numbers and stuff, and then I'm going to take a quick break, but I don't, I don't really promote much. There are some people in podcasts and such that have half a million followers. I, I, I don't it's, – it's Ben and I. That's it. We do so much, and that's it. And if people find us, that's great. You know, I'd love to be able to promote more and do certain things and pay for promoting and all that. I'd love to do all that. But there's only so many hours in the day. It's just Ben and I. And by the way, we do other things. We do many other things. Some people, that's all they do. That's their deal. And that's fine. That's great. You know? Um, but I I would, you know, uh, I'm, I'm happy with what we have. And I would love to do more. Obviously, I'd love to grow it more, but I'm always astounded about how many people follow us and just find us and stumble upon us and say, hey, this is this is OK. We'd love to have it. Uh, quick break coming up and then we're going to be right back. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers have exit meetings and are packing their belongings after a season-ending loss to the Lions on Sunday Night Football. I asked Matt LaFleur on what's the importance of these one-on-one meetings over the next several days. Kind of sets the path for us over the course of the offseason. Get a chance to have a lot of great conversations with players, coaches, really everybody involved in our whole football operation and uh, look at everything that we do and how can we do it better. And Christian Watson met with reporters one last time before clearing out his locker. The rookie receiver was asked what he hopes to work on during the offseason. There's a couple things, um, you know, that I can work on going forwards. But, I mean, it's, I'm just trying to improve it in, in all aspects. And you know, I'm sure there's a couple, you know, one or two things that I'll focus on uh, heavily. But, I mean, this game is, you know, different at this level for sure. And, um, you know, to get to the point that I want to get to in my, in my career, I'm just going to have to keep on growing. That's Packers wide receiver Christian Watson. In Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Welcome back. Good to have you. The Bill Michaels Show. We continue on wrapping things up. 
Uh, tomorrow, you got uh, Mark Schofield, SB Nation, going to be joining us. Peter Bukowski, Locked on Packers podcast, going to be here as well. Going to be chatting with him. Uh, you know what? We'll push back uh, some of the comments from Matt LaFleur till tomorrow. Uh, Andy Herman's going to be here. Bill Huber's going to be here later this week. Maybe. Could we possibly say Luke Fickle? Maybe. We'll see. See what happens there. Try to get him on the program. A lot of good stuff. Uh, I do want to get uh, I got some people that have been on hold a while. Let's go back to uh, Mar- Marty. Welcome to the program, man. Marty, how you doing, man? Uh, great. I'm Mar- listening also up uh, on WOSQ up in the Marshfield area. Awesome. And one uh, in in uh, in Marshfield, uh, there was a gentleman in Marshfield that played for the Marshfield Tigers, and his name was Adam Stenovich, now the Green Bay Packers offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. When the Packers, uh, when uh, Matt LaFleur made um, Adam Stenovich the offensive coordinator, okay, now Matt, Matt's calling the plays, is that correct? Correct. Okay, Uh why I I keep on scratching my head and uh, again Adam uh, super nice guy um, I can't understand why you would make a uh, offensive lineman the offensive coordinator. Well, I mean, uh, look, Bill Belichick made Matt Patricia a defensive coordinator, an offensive coordinator. I mean, if a guy's got a sense of how to call plays or how to kind of set up the meeting room and, and and how to block and how to do certain things, Stenovich was a guy that was running the offensive line and did a really good job at it, understands the offense. Uh, but Matt LaFleur, for all intents and purposes, is the guy that uh, calls the plays. Sometimes, much like you know, when Joe Philbin was here, Joe Philbin was a good offensive guy, but he was really good at day-to-day stuff and setting up the room and setting up all the film study and all that stuff and picking out certain plays for guys to look at and, and working with guys. Philbin was really good at that, even though Mike McCarthy called the plays. It's kind of the same situation now where Matt LaFleur is calling the plays and setting up the game plan. It's just Stenovich is there kind of working with him, working with Tom Clements, working with Aaron Rodgers, and trying to put it all together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's the reason. And there's one other thing, Bill. Uh, during Aaron Rodgers' uh, press conference after the loss to the Lions, he mentioned something that I that I uh, thought was very – just just off the collar, just didn't sound right. He mentioned that uh, the Packers have been uh, making the same mistake over and over this year, and they haven't corrected it. And do you know what mistake that was, or does Mike Clemens know what that mistake was? No, no, I, I don't know what the same mistakes were. I mean, they had a lot of similar mistakes, I guess, or things that they did that were problematic. I, I would agree with that, but... Um... Yeah, I that I don't know. That's uh, that's a great question. He never got specific in some of the same mistakes that they were making. Now, obviously, they had certain penalties. They had certain issues where guy. It just looked at times like guys were, you know, planting themselves in an open space, and Rodgers was throwing downfield or vice mm-hmm. versa. Uh, Sammy Watkins turned in instead of turning out. It was just it, it was a lot of the same mistakes in that sense. But beyond that, I have no idea specifically what he was talking about. Yep. Thank you very much, Bill. Appreciate it. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. All right, there you go. He drops. That's it. That'll do it. Time for us to get out of here before uh, before the music starts playing. We got about twenty seconds, but uh, again, coming up tomorrow, Mark Schofield, SB Nation, Peter Bukowski, Locked On Packers podcast. Hope to talk to Andy Herman at some point. We're going to start talking some off season stuff, Green Bay Packers stuff, obviously. Uh, Bill Huber from SI later this week. Uh, so we're going to uh, talk to Bill. We're going to do the entire coverage of the Green Bay Packers, and obviously we kind of wait to see if any uh, papal smoke comes out of 1265 Lambeau Field when it comes to uh, coaches hired and fired and such, or if guys will or will not be coming back. There you have it. Good stuff today, man. 
A lot of good stuff today. Thanks to everybody watching over on the Bud Light live stream. We certainly appreciate you being here. Uh, thanks to everybody participating on YouTube, over on Facebook, over on Twitch TV, uh, everybody that emailed the program as well. Perfect, perfect stuff. Good stuff. Appreciate it as always. We'll be back at it again tomorrow. Don't forget, tomorrow night we're going to be at the Thirsty Duck in Sussex, 6 to 8 tomorrow night. Brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. Can't wait for that as well. Start making your plans to get out tomorrow night. Talk some postseason football with us. I wish the Packers were playing, but we're still going to get good food and good beer along the way. Time for us to go. Have a go. Hoop. <laughs>